Welcome to PR After Hours, your twice-weekly cocktail of business, PR, and marketing tips hosted by me, Alex Greenwood. Every week, we bring you virtual happy hours featuring business advice from entrepreneurs and leading thinkers in PR, marketing, and business. We're going to get started in just a moment, so stick with us. You know, consumers who shop online typically check reviews for a product or service before purchasing anything. I know I do. I am kind of crazy like that. I mean, I'll do that in the store itself. I'll whip out the old smartphone before I make a purchase just to see what the reviews say or to find out, of course, if there's a cheaper deal elsewhere because I'm also notoriously cheap. I prefer the word thrifty, to be honest. Anyway, I have a post that's up on alexgpr.com on my blog, which I don't really talk about much here, but there is 11 years worth of blog posts over there at alexgpr.com. And I will put a link in the show notes and it focuses on PR, marketing, business tips, uh, news, views, interviews, all this stuff. It's all over there. Um, but uh, I will put a link in the show notes so you can check it out. But back to reviews, they're not only beneficial for the consumer, but they're also an invaluable resource for you as a business person. Getting negative reviews can send business owners into a panic. Don't I know it? I've had one or two in my day, <clears throat> but there are proven strategies that help spin negative reviews in your favor. So uh, I'll go kind of hit the cliff's notes here, but, uh, and you can read the rest, as I say, in the show notes, there'll be a link to it. But uh, um, so there's a good news is that there are a lot of marketing and PR companies that specialize in managing negative reviews. These companies have formulated high-impact responses to negative reviews that can help companies recover and benefit from them instead. So uh, we'll talk about some of the high points of that, um, some of the strategies they might use, which include acknowledging the reviewer. This is something here. Um, it's very rare, and if I've done this, if I've left you out, if you have reviewed this podcast, for example, or one of my books, and I, and I know who you are, if I have not thanked you somehow, I have let you down, and I apologize. Um, because today's savvy shoppers are all about connecting intimately with the product or service they use, right? Podcasts are especially intimate because I'm in your ears all the time. And I know that sounds strange, but... You know, if you're a regular listener to a podcast, not just me, but anybody, if you listen all the time, you almost subconsciously think you actually know that person. There's this intimacy. So if a customer in general, though, for a product or service leaves a negative review, you know, responding with dear guest or dear customer will exacerbate their already tarnished view of the business. Instead, you should formulate a response that addresses the reviewer directly and shows genuine concern for their issue. Showing gratitude is important too. Studies show that people appreciate receiving thanks more than apologies. Thanking reviews, reviewers, as I said, for the candid feedback they provide shows the business values their opinions and welcomes hearing them. One example of how they say thank you for a negative review is, hey, thank you for taking the time to provide feedback. We're truly sorry you had such a frustrating experience. We're taking the time to review the situation and we'll have improvements that address this issue soon. And don't just say it, do it, right? Walk the walk, talk the talk, et cetera. Apologize and show sympathy. Just because gratitude is preferred does not mean businesses should overlook a sincere apology. An apology shows humility and is an excellent show of the business's character. You know, prideful companies refuse to apologize for their mistakes will be shunned by consumers more, uh, more or less sooner or later. It's, it's going to happen. You know, if you just kind of have this attitude of, well, we're not apologizing, you know, um, there's, there's been a lot of that in America in the past few years of, no apology. There is no apology going to be, be given here. Everything we do is right. If you don't like it, that's your problem. That kind of thing. That's not going to fly for very long. Uh, 
Um, because genuine apologies should be to the point and kind. And a good example is, you know, we're sorry that your experience didn't meet your expectations or the standard we set for ourselves. This response not only shows the business regrets their experience, but that they care as much about what the customer expects as they do about their own standards. And this is a big one. I tell this to my crisis communication clients constantly. Own the issue. There is a clever saying among communication experts that goes, don't put your butt before someone else's feelings, right? This phrase essentially means that it's not okay to make excuses for a person's negative behavior while apologizing. For businesses, this means taking responsibility for a problem rather than trying to explain why it happened, such as blaming it on an off day. Rather than that, responding with, I'm sorry you had a bad experience, but businesses should consider a more empathetic approach. For example, you could say, hey, we are so sorry. We usually set the high bar for customer experience and we're sad to say we missed the mark on this one. This response is apologetic and puts the blame for the issue on the business rather than making excuses, you know? Or there is the, what I call the if apology, right? And I didn't make that up, but it's, it's one of my favorites is where, we apologize if something we said or did was offensive to you. That's not an apology. That's more or less putting it back on you. If you were offended, that must be on you. And just as a quick aside, understand this. I understand that oftentimes, um, particularly on social media and review sites, uh, there's a mob mentality that can often uh, erupt, and it's not always the business's fault. You have to be judicious about that. But my point is, in general, if, you, if you're dead to rights, wrong on something, and you want to make amends and you want to keep customers, these are the ways to go. Okay, so back to the thoughts. Fix the problem. Businesses that have received negative reviews should avoid using cookie-cutter responses that don't address the customer's issue. And, and think about that if you're like on some, some site with all these reviews and every response is the exact same response. We're sorry, blah, blah, blah. You've got to really personalize it and you've got to be sincere about it. And the, the response should include a plan for solving the problem and outline the next steps the business is willing to take. If there's no solution though available, the response should include an apology, take responsibility and set a goal to make things right in the future. So bottom line, Negative reviews are not a death sentence for your business. In fact, with the right approach, these reviews could provide crucial insight into the function of your business. I mean, you could, th these reviews, if done correctly and if, if taken in the right spirit, can help you identify all kinds of problems you might not know you have, whether it be um, the way your website runs or your frontline customer service people or your inventory or your products. You may not know and you should be gratified for the review. Now, speaking as an author, the occasional one or two star review really galls me. And I've talked about it many times on two different podcasts and I'm, I'm not going to do it here. But um, the only time it really galls me, though, I mean, is this on my books is if it's a ridiculous thing like, oh, it had bad language at it, one star. Well, that's ridiculous. But if they just said, you know, I, the characters didn't move me, wasn't engaging. The, the mystery wasn't really all that mysterious. I'll take that to heart. I'll remember that for my next book. Um, so as long as it's a logical negative review, I try to uh, take it on board in the way that it was meant. Although, you know, frankly, I'd rather if you had a really negative review of my books, you just didn't review them. <laughs> anyway, it's again, it's not a death sentence. It can be the right thing. So uh, remember, consumers appreciate excellent customer service and using these tips should help prove their worth. Okay. All right. Don't forget the link is in the show notes. It's at alexgpr.com. And again, I'll put a link in the show notes. And if you haven't checked out my 11 years worth of blogging in there, there's a lot of good stuff. So check it out. And again, thanks for listening. And you know, while we're talking about reviewing, um, 
maybe you should listen to this next message real quick. Don't know if you've heard me say this before, but I'll say it again. Ratings and reviews are crucial to the growth of this podcast. Reviews help potential new listeners to figure out if the show is right for them and whether or not they want to subscribe. Positive reviews act as social proof to bring in new listeners. It's often their first and only impression until they listen. So you've got to help me out here if you like coming into the virtual lounge every week for news, views, interviews, and all sorts of fun. you got to help us out here with the review if you haven't already. It's really simple. If you enjoyed the show and you want to keep it going, please leave us a review. There's a link in the show notes, but here it is. It's ratethispodcast.com slash after. Again, that's ratethispodcast.com slash after. Please go in there. Five-star reviews are very, very, very welcome. Of course, we want you to uh, be uh, true to yourself and leave us the review that you believe we deserve, but uh, we'd like to think we give you five-star service here in the virtual lounge. Again, please give us your review for PR After Hours at ratethispodcast.com slash after. Oh, you know what that means? Looks like it's last call here at your virtual lounge for PR news views and interviews. We'll keep it short and sweet. Just remind you, if you like the show, there's many ways you can help us keep it going. Not the least among which is to rate this podcast. Simply go to the show notes at PRAfterHours.com or wherever you're getting this podcast and click on the link ratethispodcast.com slash after and it will take you to Apple Podcasts and a couple other places very easily. One click, you write your review, it's done. Can't tell you enough how important it is to get ratings on those sites so that we can build our audience and keep bringing you the kind of information you need every week for your business. Also, don't forget, if you want to sponsor the show, give us a tip in the virtual tip jar or ask a question. There are links in the show notes. Well, I think it's time that I uh, cleaned up and closed up for this edition of PR After Hours here on Anchor FM.